Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Ooh, welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Merlin? What's up, Monica? What you doing? <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. Welcome. <laughs> I just, I enjoy it so much. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should be in the ring, like um, being the yeah. announcer. Oh, I'm in the ring. I'm in the ring with you today and you're going down. Oh my God. That was the yeah. least fierce I've heard. <laughs> you want to try this again? You want to try to be scary again? <laughs> it was like a kitten, a little kitten cat. Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. We love having you here. And today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. This is a weird question. It's kind of funny, but I think there's a bigger point here. But the question is, should the NAR, the National Association of Realtors, should the NAR make vacations mandatory for agents? Or like your, or like your broker or like somebody, right? Like, should there be some type of like, I mean, obviously, I think that's dumb, right? Yeah. Well, it's just not possible because we're independent contractors, but there is a big- For now, dot, for dot, sure. dot. Right, stay tuned. The problem, I actually think the problem is freaking realtors are never working and they're always on freaking vacation. Oh, wow. That was a lot of shade. I well, don't know. I'm I don't know. I think, I think- that I agree to some point that that many real estate agents do not run their business like a business. And mm-hmm. I think that there's this notion of working like we work 24 seven, which is not true. And if it is, then you need to learn how to take control of your life. And mm-hmm. you probably have some efficiencies in there that you're not utilizing. And you're probably the type of person that says, well, nobody can do it better than me. My clients only want me to handle it. Let me tell you lies, not true. And how do we know? Because we know they don't care. They don't care. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I I don't know anybody that I know the department of justice right now is kind of like in, or in kind of talking to see like our real estate agents, employees for really. Right. And I think that relationship between the broker and the realtor in certain brokerages is not independent contractory. It, in certain brokerages, you're right. They're treated like the employee. Not in ours. It's more of an employee-employer right relationship, and certainly not in ours, which is refreshing. But that that's the traditional brokerage. That's how it's been forever. It is that employee-employee. You know what, Monica? Just because it's been that way, that just means we should just keep doing it, right? Right. right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But that's that is you've been, you know, you stand behind the brand, and the brand is the reason you have any business. And, Wrong. and that mentality is so old-fashioned. Um, and that's maybe that's the idea of where the vacations are. Like, yeah, if you're treated like that and you operating like that with your brokerage, then yeah, you should have two weeks of vacation paid. But what's the, so are you like, are you the type of agent and I'm asking the audience, I know you're not like this, but I I know, are you the type of agent that somebody has to tell you to take a break 
Somebody has to tell you to go on vacation. And then when you're on vacation, you are still working and you're ignoring your family. Is that who you want to be? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. It's a, it's rampant in our industry, isn't it? This overwork burnout 24 seven on call. It just, it's a badge of honor that I think it's, it's, portrayed as a badge of honor, which it is not a badge it's of not. honor. I wish that people would feel embarrassed about that. Like I've they not been be able to set standards in my business. Yes. I've not yeah. been able to set boundaries. And so therefore I work like a fiend. It's but it's not, not cool. even like, I feel like even like saying like setting boundaries and setting standards sounds so, eh. it's just like, okay, how do you want to live your life? Clients or prospects can text you. They can do whatever they want. But so can you, right? So if, so for me, when I was learning this, right? Cause everybody has to learn it for themselves. Mm-hmm. We were doing a lot of deals. Like, and I had one assistant, it was me, you know, we're doing 85 deals a year. It's a lot. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I, and it clicked. They can do, they can text me whenever they want. Like, I'm not the type of agent that's like, I return calls. And I'm sorry, I'm not making fun of you explicitly because I know you do this, but like, I return calls between two and three on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays because I said, la, 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 la. Oh my God, nobody cares. Look, you can call me whenever you want. If I feel bad about it, I'm going to be like, text you real quick. Hey, I'll call you back in 15 minutes. Hey, I'll call you back in the morning. Or I might not even reply because you're just getting it out of your head. But that doesn't mean that you need me to answer right then. It's weird. Nobody does that in real life, except for realtors. I know. Well, but this is so you can say standards. Yeah, you are. You can say standards and boundaries, blah, blah, blah. But I say it like this standards and effing boundaries. Like it's not a soft thing. That's exactly what you're doing is you're putting policy in place on how you're operating. I'm not saying it's soft. I'm just saying nobody cares about what they are. You just have to do them. You have to demonstrate them. Not like tell everybody. Nobody cares. No, I'm not saying tell anybody set them for yourself. Right. But don't, yeah, set them. And just because you want to return calls at two to three, nobody else needs to know that you just need to return the calls at two to three. Oh, you know, oh, <laughs> you don't have to announce it, but this is part of communication and communication matters. I disagree with that. And that, that doesn't have to be in your email response, it, which is what you're referencing, because I used to have that, which I don't anymore, if you've noticed. Oh, I'm right um, again. Wow. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just it went away when I went on vacation once and it never came back. <laughs> okay. What I'm saying though, is you do need to communicate that with your clients, but not Here's like, Hey, Mr. I, or Mrs. I, seller, I will respond to you like in a listing appointment. Absolutely not. No. Once we're in business, this is what I do. How, you know, how do you want to be communicated with? Uh, just so you know, if we're in a deal, I'm with you 24 seven, whatever you want to say about that. I know you don't say that, but but if I'm going to get a wrinkle where my face is contorted, listen, if it's not an urgent matter or it's not on fire, I, and you text me after seven o'clock, it'll be the next day before I get back to you. That's you so that dumb. You have to say that's called setting freaking expectations. You don't have to say it. You have to show it. They most, of how our, do they know if you don't tell them most of our clients have a job, they work in a job. Their job so, ends at like six or whenever it is. And they, it's okay for them to communicate with you. And it's okay for you to return it at a reasonable time. You don't have to tell them. They're not thinking like, 
well, unless you showed some, like, unless you've shown a pattern of getting back to them after seven, that's different, but you could just like call them in the morning and it's fine. They don't what care. Is the They're not listening. What is the harm in laying out the expectation? It does. I don't think there's harm, but it's just, it's dumb. I don't know. It's dumb. If somebody I was doing business with said that, I'd be like, okay, whatever. I'm still going to call you when I want and you could do whatever. It's not dumb. It's a high level of communication and it freaking matters. Disagree. Disagree. Who would have thought we would have taken this one? (laughs) We're not even talking about vacations anymore. What happened to that? Okay. Let's talk about vacations. (laughs) Well, I mean, this is part of it, right? So you're going on a vacation. Are you, is how you want to live your life that absentee partner, that absentee parent, like, is that how you want to live your life? No, I imagine it's no. So what, what do you need to do to get your life in order? Like, let me tell you, your clients, they want you to go on vacation. They understand vacation. And if they don't, they should not be your client. Do you agree with that? Correct. Correct. And you should not be so hungry for their business that you're going to put up with this shit. This is true. The great uh, Gary Keller, you know, Gary Keller. Hey, Gary. uh, Hey, Gary. He talks about when he lays out his calendar, he puts his personal time off in first. Obviously, put your vacations first. Mike Fair used to teach that too. Vacations first. Vacations first. Personal time, family time, vacation time, your time, whatever. In first. Then you work around it. Yep. That's how important that is. And I think that... If, if you're somebody who's just like starting this, I mean, I'm all for a vacation every month, but not everybody can do that. I know you're for vacation for a year. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you can still work when you take longer vacations, you can actually work. So they're not really vacations and it's just more relaxing because then you're not tired from the vacation you took because you only had two days to see everything. Take a month to see everything. and It's less stressful. I enjoy it. Anyway, (laughs) uh, once a quarter, you should do something. Whether Mm -hmm. it's go on vacation, maybe it's going to like, if your company has like those meetings where the rah, 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 kick him in the knee, like whatever it is, once a quarter that you should do one of those. And, and during that time, like you should not, you need to give somebody else your phone, forward it. (laughs) Unplug completely. Unplug. I'll tell you when Sharon and and pay attention. When we went to Af- when we South Africa or yeah. Africa, went to Zimbabwe, we, uh, you know, of course the phones didn't work. We were out in the bush. Well, this is, what year was that, Monica? 2018. No, because we were out in the, you were in the bush. bush. Like you, you didn't get, no, it wasn't working. Everyone they call it the bush some, in Africa or is that just an Australian thing? No, they call it the bush. They did. My phone worked when I was on a safari in South Africa. Really? Verizon. We did. I have Verizon. Upgrade. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I want to dial in a little micro on you said every quarter, which I agree, but actually I think every Sunday you should look at your week and decide when you're not working for the next seven days and put that in your calendar. If you're not going to work next Saturday, you're going to take the day off, put it in. If you're going to take Monday afternoon off, whatever, like Whatever. But I also think it should be, you could also do it like there's a regular day, right? And I don't think that regular day should be, depending on your business, it usually shouldn't be Friday. Maybe something right. like a Tuesday and it shouldn't really be Monday. So like maybe a Tuesday or a Wednesday, that's the day you're off, right? And like, if you knew that was the day you were off every week, 
then because some people like their count, my calendar is more than a week out. I could never just do that on Sunday. So it just depends on your calendar. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, however you're planning your time. Can, yeah. can we have a break? I need a break. Oh, I know. What happened? I need to cool down. I'm going to stand in front of a fan like a lady <laughs> with a hot flash. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Here, word from our favorite partners. And when we return, yeah. who the hell knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it, make the call, see ya. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R. Dot com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh yeah, I need to post. And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else. Well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. Welcome back. I don't even know if we have a final round because I believe we're both bleeding from the ears right now. We are. This got heated. <laughs> I love a good fight with you. I know. I just strongly disagree with the fact that you don't <laughs> communicate with people how you're going to communicate. So dumb. I just think that's a huge mistake. You know what? I show them. I just do it. Like you don't have to tell somebody you're a good person. You just do it. You just be good. You don't have to we're tell somebody you're that. a realtor. You just like demonstrate you're a realtor. I don't know. I just don't. I think it's dumb. Uh, I have a headache. <laughs> this. But I do now. I think though the point is, is like, well, I think there's two points. One is it's an interesting relationship that us as realtors have with our broker that we have with the MLS and that we have with the NAR. 
and really think about as you progress on your real estate journey, those relationships, their financial relationships, right? Like they will, they mean something and there's certain rules and different things attached to them and really look and see if that's working for you. That would be my mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. And the second point of the, oh, sorry, God. I was going to say the NAR mandates, well, let's say the state of Ohio mandates that we have 30 hours of CE every three years, right? What if they mandated that we proved we had a phone off vacation once every two years where you didn't answer your phone? That's dumb. They're and not charging me. I know. I know, but maybe that's what it would take for people to do it. I think there's like a the job, but there's like a boundary, right? There's like, I mean, there's modes of your real estate life. Like you have like mm -hmm. beast mode where you're just like in it, in it, in it. But are you, there is a point that if you're so into it and you don't take a break, there's diminishing returns to your client. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And where is that for you? Agreed. You know? Agreed. Yes. Yes. Burned out is not a safe place for you to build a business from. It just doesn't You're work. doing a disservice to your client. You're going to make a lot yeah. of mistakes. It's not worth it. And all because your ego is in the way that you think that nobody can help your clients like you do. Well, I hate to tell you, but there's a lot of people doing a lot better than you and they, they can help your clients just fine. I, I don't know quite what to say here today. Should we edit that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, unfiltered. hashtag unfiltered. It is kind of a slap in the face that I think a lot of us need because we're all, a lot of us are type A's and control freaks. Being like control freak is, control freak is not, I mean, what is that really though? You're a coach. What is that really? It's like delusional. Oh, it is. It's awful. It's not, it's not a positive thing at all. I'm not saying that I'm saying that's why this is happening. Yeah. This is why this is happening. Right. But once you start, I mean, I've told this story before on the podcast, so I'm not going to tell it again. When once I decided that I didn't work on weekends, well, I've been in business for, I don't know, seven years since then yeah. <laughs> and growing every year. Right. Um, once you make that decision and you kind of live with it, you, you have to learn to lean on people and you have to learn to leverage and leverage the most successful people know how to leverage and that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. And if you go on vacation, you leverage a little harder than you do when you're at home. Right. You know, but there's different layers of that, I guess, depending on, you know. Well, and that's why it's important on. to have relationships with other real estate agents, because there are going to be people that do business like you do. And it's not going to be everyone. It's going to be a very small group of people. And it might only be one or two, but the, you guys can work together and help each other. Nobody it does our entire industry and yourself and your family a disservice if you try to take everything on. This is true. And this level of um, passion about this discussion in all honesty, without laughing about this, is because Jen and I care about you. Like this, this isn't funny for you to be burned out, so busy that you can't freaking take a break, working on vacation. Um, I just talked to an agent that went uh, overseas for five days and she is a great agent, self-proclaimed kind of workaholic. And uh, we talked about it a couple of times. And then she told me right before she said, I'm leaving my laptop at home. I was like, yes. I mean, I really, I was like, that is so freaking huge. And I've got you. And I showed one of her clients a house, like got him nice. in right away. They didn't want it. I got goosebumps. Like a pro. And she was like, I'm not doing it. I haven't talked to her since she's gotten back. She just got back. But it was 
honestly, it seems like a little thing. It was so huge. It's a huge thing. We need to have her on the podcast. Yes. Let's have her her on. Yeah. All right. I don't want to throw her name out yet because I don't know if she wants me to identify her. So we'll find out. (laughs) We'll just shout. You know who you are. All right. I am exhausted from this. You know what? This is why realtors drink. Let's go have a white claw. (laughs) You know, I'm in the middle of my 75 days, 75 hard. So I'm not drinking for 75 days in addition to a bunch of other stuff. I'll have yours. I'm only on day 11. So I've got a little list to go. Yeah. You're going to have to drink for me. Hey, we well, need to do this airs. I'll be probably yeah. closer to done. Yeah. We need to do a real estate fight club, 75 hard version. Yeah. It'll be like we'll generate leads. Yes. Post Drink, a gallon of water. <laughs> Drink a gallon of white claw. Yes. Yes. A day. A Cocktails day. and cold calling. That is my favorite thing to do. Anyway. All right. This is going to have to be the end of today's episode, today's battle, whatever you wanted to call what just happened Ooh, here. Look at my neck. I'm if you you're pissed. I'm pissed. I'm fired up, man. Yeah, fired up. All right. If you enjoyed this episode or if you know an agent who has not been on vacation for a while, will you please send this to them? Yeah, so no, we tag their them. ass. Throw some yeah. shade. Yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> awesome. Right. And Monica and I are always looking for business partners to be in business with. So if you thought about being in business with us, let's have a chat. Call me or text me 513-400-1691. Monica, you're the best. You're the best. And I hope that you um, show up for our next episode. <laughs> All right. I'm here with our tiebreaker, Jim O'Neill. Hey, Jim. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for being on. So you are with the elite sales team in at KW in Akron, Ohio. Yep. Yep. Great. All right. You're going to answer this question. Should NAR make it mandatory for agents to take vacations? No. End of podcast. That's... <laughs> Why? Explain it a little more. So uh, for the listeners, I, I, I knew the question coming in. Yeah. And I had never even thought of that before you asked me that question. And uh, that just seems like the, it just, it, it really kills what our business is. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's I guess just, we have uh, to kind of go back and say, okay, what is the, what is the role of NAR in our business? Like, how do you see it? So I volunteered at the Akron Cleveland Association of Realtors uh, on the Young Professionals Committee for a couple of years. So I do okay. know a little bit more about what they do. I don't think the average agent has any clue what our associations do. Right. And that's like a whole nother podcast, man. Yeah. And I think if they knew a little bit more about what these PACs do and that they are a political like organization that keep our wants and desires in front of lawmakers Mm -hmm. and the people who really pull the strings, uh, they they would have a different opinion on it. But, uh, you know, as far as like them telling me what to do. I don't think that that's, this isn't a two-way street. This is, this is a one-way road. Well, they do have the code of ethics though, which tells us what to do. Right. So it's like, I agree with you a hundred percent, but then it feels good. Good point. point. No, that is a good point. 
And I'm okay abiding by a code of ethics. Like that's I'm like not. You know, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay I mean, with like, it unless it doesn't make sense, and then I'm not okay with it. Yeah, no, I mean, I never, I've never even thought of it in that. So, like, you are like 100% correct, but I just never thought of it in that in that light. But like, I mean, I see it as maybe, you know, we push as agents, we push to NAR and to our local yeah. boards what we want not them not the other down. way around no. okay but let me ask you this so like the question kind of came to light because there's so many conversation and there's this like badge of honor about oh i worked 24 7 while i was in the hospital getting surgery i like negotiated a contract like yep. i put you know my i don't know like all this stuff and i know that we're independent contractors right and that's the point you're alluding to like mm-hmm. we're in control of our business are there standards that are in place that's like i mean because so many realtors are like i I never take a vacation that's dumb Mm -hmm. do you agree oh yeah i think it's dumb for sure yeah but to your point you're saying well there should be nobody that like tells us we have to correct yeah but how do we like solve this this shift from this badge of honor of i work 24 7 but i only sell the average agent sells less than 10 houses to something that's actually run like a business? I think that it should be decentralized the way that it is right now. And like, if you are, you should either make some friends in your office Mm -hmm. or join a team or start a team. Okay. So you should, you know, um, I think when I started teams were not as big as they are right now. Mm -hmm. And I spent five years working at like in a team setting at a small brokerage. Okay. Or if I needed help and I went on vacation, they handled everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got agents who are on vacation right now. We're, we're taking care of everything for them. Yeah. The you know, same. They're, they're still going to answer their phone just like they would if their mom called and they were at Disney World. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have like it's just a different. If but you do you think agents taking time off is like an issue? Uh, that's a time off, I guess. Not taking time. No, I don't think it's an issue at all. Okay. I don't think it's an issue one bit. Because if you want to live the life of an entrepreneur and you want to live a, a, like a life full of like adventure and unknown, do you think like, do you think like 200 years ago, someone was like, I need a two week vacation and I need this, like, like get out. are you hungry? Do you want to eat something? Then get to work. This, and that's what this is. And everybody knows it coming in. So, so don't, don't go to a, don't go to a car dealership that says Kia on it and complain when they drive up in a Sorento and not a Mercedes. That's not what you bought. Right. <laughs> like, so I know I do think though, I see your point and I, I agree to a, a level. It's like, okay, you, you started a business when you got your real estate license. I, I disagree that. I don't think a lot of people think that way. I think that they really basically like now they own their job, I guess, but it's not the same as starting a business. I don't think they run it like a business. I agree. But I also think that to live a, a life like you do in order to help your clients better, there are times that you do have to unplug. I think we could do a better job as a group encouraging each other to do that, I think is where I'm coming from, maybe. Then I would say that that's on like that would be on the team leader or on the broker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And there's enough flavor in this industry that you can go and find whatever you're looking for. Right. And you could, you could make, you could form a, I mean, there's tons of loose, like call them alliances or friendships in every single. I like alliance better. That's awesome. It's like an alliance. It's like, Hey, like, will you you cover me when I'm on vacation? And I don't even think it has to be in the brokerage or on a team. I mean, we covered for somebody last week from our old brokerage. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and like, I think that you get like, you get what you give in this life. And so like, I mean, if you come from a place of contribution, like then the, like the world's going to reward you. So like if, you know, but if, I don't know, we've got an agreement on our team, like, Hey, if you go out of town and you need work done, it's going to cost you $25 a door. And you might go to another member of the team and say, Hey, like, can you cover me? Like, if you, if you, whatever, yeah, five hours, you, you cover me or I'll whatever. Cover me. Yeah. 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 And there's certain people on the team who would, they would say, yeah, sure. No problem. Don't worry about it. Right. Like I'll do it. I'll do it for free. Right. It's all good. I know that's why we're on a team. Right. And then there's another, there's other people on the team who they're going to track to the minute how much work they did for you. And then right. they're going to Venmo you immediately right. when they're done. Right. It's happened. Right. So, and all of that is okay. Well, and that's, I think what you're saying is the beauty of our, uh, of being a real estate agent is we can really negotiate and do whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely don't want anybody telling you what to do. No, no, (laughs) definitely not. Absolutely not. Like, and then, because then if we get into vacation, then we get into healthcare and if we get into healthcare, then we get into retirement and then, and then we're just another you know, clog in the system. And like, that's not okay. I don't so, think it is. I, yeah, I'm, we did do an episode or like, should agents be employees or remain 1099 contract 1099s. And it is interesting. I, I wonder, there are some people it's divided, I think, because I think there's some efficiencies in both and some pros and cons in both, but that's how everything is. Right. It's not generally just like one, every all good or all bad. Yeah. And if, if they are going to make us employees, then what kind of what, I mean, then, then, Shoot, then I'll be interview. the employer. Well, and then we're going to have to have interviews and then what kind of degrees are you going to be looking for? Right. And then what kind of skills and what kind of background do you need? And then, you know, like who's gonna, you know what I mean? Like it, that, that gets into a whole big it's thing. Slope. It's not exactly what, like you said, the spirit of the nature of the business, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what a real estate degree would look like? It would have to be like psychology, sociology, business, marketing, advertising, law, like law, finance. It would be the hardest degree. Nobody would be, oh, yeah, either that or they would, you know, be like doctors. Yeah. Right. It would be crazy. Everybody thinks, everybody thinks they can do this job until they depend on it absolutely for income, like absolute. Like I have nothing. This is why within three years, 85% of the people are out of the business. Mm -hmm. Because it's extreme. I mean, it's extremely difficult. Yeah. It's harder than it seems for sure. By. Like as an understatement. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, it's been great chatting with you. If people have a referral in Akron, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, Probably my cell. And it's 330. 714-4720. 714-4720. Call or text. Yeah, okay. that's that's the easiest. That's easy. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. All right.
Thanks, yeah. Jen. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics. 